Blog Talk Radio. Imagination is everything. I can't remember who wrote those three words in that order, but it seems he summed up it all. Imagination is everything. Our lives will reflect the way we use our imagination. The child imagines himself walking like the adults he sees above him. As soon as he can walk, he wants to run. As we reach successive plateaus in life, we begin to imagine ourselves reaching the next one. And thus our imaginations lead us on from one idea to another through every day and every year of our lives. But if we're not careful, our imaginations can lead us into mazes of confused complications from which we may find it difficult to extricate ourselves. So it's a good idea, as we use our imagination, to always strive for simplicity, to avoid the complicated. Remember the three main departments of living, family, how we spend our days, work and leisure, and income. If we're wise, we'll work toward keeping each as uncomplicated as possible, as interesting and as rewarding as possible, but at the same time, simple and straightforward. Are we living the lives we want to live, or are we living stereotype lives based on phony values? Usually, they're a combination of both, a kind of compromise which says surely other people must have some idea of what constitutes the good life. After all, there are so many of them. But when we look closer, we see that they're living shadow lives, as Mumford calls them. In competition, ice skating, you've seen a couple match each other's movements almost perfectly. It's called shadow skating, I believe. They try to match each other's movements so perfectly that each might be the other's shadow. In any sort of neighborhood, you will tend to find people living much the same way. Their homes, landscaping, furnishings, and lives are typified, if by anything at all, by an almost total lack of imagination. Imagination, like anything else, needs fuel for production. You can't have something from nothing. Thomas Edison said, I'm a sponge. I want to know the answer to everything. With his great lifetime inventory of information, he could assemble an incredible array of new combinations and permutations. Electric light is a combination of elements, and so is any good idea, or any bad idea for that matter. Most of us make the mistake of not asking why. Why do I live here, in this house, rather than in some other house? Why this life, instead of another life? Why this work, instead of other work? Why these rewards, instead of others? Now, this doesn't mean we'll change anything necessarily, but at least we'll be living lives that have been examined and found to be to our personal liking. We'll know that we're not living the lives we're living simply because they reflect and are pretty much composite copies of the lives we see about us. There should be, to my way of thinking, deep main currents in our lives. Our family lives, our work and our leisure, and our rewards in the form of income. Our family lives should be good and richly satisfying. What is our input here? How are we using our imaginations to bring meaning, charm, and love to our family relationships? It's an ongoing process that should become richer and more meaningful with the passing of time. As we grow older, we should come to love each other more instead of it being the other way around. Imagination can bring this about, making allowances for unmanageable neuroses or even psychoses that may crop up. I've often thought of producing appointment calendars with weekly reminders that we should think of something interesting to do for those we love to let them know we don't take them for granted. A dinner out, a weekend trip, flowers, a card, a phone call, a gift. Maybe nothing more than a big hug in the words, I love you very much. The five most important words in the language when arranged in that order. Or planning a really interesting vacation six or eight months in advance and instead of waiting until the last minute and finding yourself with nothing very interesting to do. How about your home? Is it what you want? 
H.L. Mencken once commented that the average home is a house of horrors and doesn't reflect poor taste so much as it reflects no taste at all. People tend to order their steaks medium and their homes and lives the same way. Medium rhymes with tedium. The family is the most important part of the life of most of us. What good is accomplishment if there's no one with whom to share it? What good is anything if there's no one with whom to share it? And since the family is first in importance, it represents a fertile field for the imagination, not just for the woman in the family, but for the man, and hopefully the kids as well. Family creative thinking sessions are a lot of fun and a never-ending source of good ideas. Check every idea for basic simplicity. Avoid complication whenever possible. Next, imagination is a prize for the way we spend our days, our work, and our leisure. Let's take them in order. No matter what it is we want, if it's within the realm of reality, we can get it through imagination applied to our work. Nothing now being done by man is being done the way it can and will be. Everything will be done much better, not can be, will be, whether it's the result of our applied imagination or not. People who resist change in their work are impediments to progress, yet the first words the new person on the job usually hears are, now this is the way it's done around here. A business leader made the comment that if we're doing anything this year the way it was done last year, we're obsolete. Now that's an extreme generalization, but deserves careful attention. In most things, it's true. Now while getting new ideas in business is usually the best way to guarantee unpopularity, it's still the only way to renewal and growth. People resist new ideas from the top to the bottom of an organization, especially if it's an older organization. Championing a new idea is a lonely business. But if you believe it's a good idea, if your research causes you to believe it will be a significant benefit, and the costs and disruption necessary to test the idea are not completely out of line with its ultimate benefits, then fight it through. Do it as diplomatically as you can, make as few enemies as possible, but fight it through if you believe in it. The object of management is not to be loved by the people in the organization. It's to make things happen most profitably for all concerned, particularly the customer. People historically have stood in the way of virtually every good idea, and especially if it isn't theirs. Your good ideas can lead to your dismissal from an organization. But ideas are more important than a job. With good ideas, you have independence. There's always a way to succeed. A friend of mine found he couldn't get his ideas through the board of directors. He resigned, and beginning at about the age of 60, he built a $300 million a year business on his rejected ideas. Walt Disney used to ask 10 people what they thought of a new idea. If they were unanimous in their rejection of it, he would begin working on it immediately. Our world today consists of thousands of things people once thought were impossible. How many good ideas have you followed through to completion in your work during the past year? A business whose very beginning and success were based on innovative imagination, will become a model of stodgy convention with a few years of good profits. Ask yourself, what business am I in? What is its purpose? How does it contribute to the well-being of mankind? And how can I make it better? Not how can we produce more necessarily. We have almost overproduced ourselves into a world junk pile. In trying to produce more and more, many businesses have lost sight of real quality. Quantity became the god, with a small increment of profit on mountain ranges of units, gadgets, shiny junk that fell apart when the purchaser got it home, knobs that broke or fell off, buttons that came off, toys that couldn't stand the strain of being unwrapped, towering mountain ranges of shiny, worthless junk, 
none of it worth our time, let alone our money. There's a rapidly growing avant-garde that will one day represent the majority of the population that is determined to buy quality, and they'll go to any country to get it. We can satisfy this growing, discriminating market now and in the years ahead. Many of our fastest-growing companies are proving it. But it means going back to the old verity. Quality first, quantity second. Both can be achieved through human imagination, the most incredible agency ever to appear on Earth. Now as to input. We should never stop building our store of information. We can never get an idea without raw material, which is information and application. If there's real talent there too, so much the better, but talent has a way of developing with hard application, daily application, perspiration, long hours of study and deep thought. Become a sponge for information that applies to what you do. Read everything you can find on the subject. Build a fine library of books that are filled with the ideas of others on your specialty, whatever it may be. You know, my wife is a great cook. She must have 30 cookbooks. People who say they're great cooks without ever reading the ideas of others are kidding themselves. I know a writer who refuses to read the works of other writers. He's never amounted to much. Great painters have always learned more from other painters than they did from nature, and they still do. Somerset Maugham laboriously copied the style of writers he admired. I mean, he would sit and copy page after page of the actual words they wrote so that he could learn how they wrote. He then wrote the stories he wanted to write with a marvelously finished skill. You know, when I first started in radio, I listened carefully to the country's best and highest paid radio personalities. They had learned their skills through many years of hard work. I learned a great deal from them. All I had to do was turn on my radio and listen. Frank Sinatra learned his amazing breath control from Tommy Dorsey, and every great performer who ever lived has had a model or models he or she studied and admired and wanted to emulate. How about you? The person who thinks he doesn't have to study his craft, art, or profession is a pompous fool, and his chances of ever amounting to much are very slim indeed. A never-ending taking in of the best thoughts of the best people in the field of our choice is the best assurance that we will never stagnate, never stop producing. Paracelsus wrote, Thoughts are free and are subject to no rule. On them rests the freedom of man, and they tower above the light of nature. For thoughts give birth to a creative force that is neither elemental or sidereal. Thoughts create a new heaven, a new firmament, a new source of energy from which new arts flow. When man undertakes to create something, he establishes a new heaven, as it were, and from it the work that he desires to create flows into him. For such is the immensity of man that he is greater than heaven and earth. If we can catch the vision that life is lived from within out, that it's not so much what happens around us or to us as what happens in us that counts, we can set our own pace, live our own lives, meet situations and people objectively without fear or resistances, and we can become healthier and as prosperous and happy as we want to be. What would it be like to be a fully mature, self-actualizing, fully functioning human being? This is the ideal, busy, happy person with all his faculties smoothly functioning in perfect cooperation. No wars going on inside, no hang-ups, no neuroses. The ideal productive person. The late Dr. Maslow made a study of self-actualized people, and they stack up this way. First, these superior people have the ability to see life clearly, to see it 
as it is rather than as they wish it to be. They are less emotional and more objective about their observations. They're far above average in their ability to judge people correctly and to see through the phony or the fake. Usually their choice of marriage partners is far better than average, although by no means perfect. These self-actualized people are more accurate in their prediction of future events. They see more fully, and their judgment extends to an understanding of art, music, politics, and philosophy. Yet they have a kind of humility, the ability to listen carefully to others, to admit they don't know everything, and that others can teach them. This concept can be described as a childlike simplicity and lack of arrogance. Children have this ability to hear without preconception or early judgment. As the child looks out upon the world with wide, uncritical, innocent eyes, simply noting or observing what is the case, without either arguing the matter or demanding that it be otherwise, so does the self-actualizing person look upon human nature in himself and in others. Without exception, Maslow found self-actualizing people to be dedicated to some work, task, duty, or vocation which they considered important. Because they were interested in this work, they worked hard, and yet the usual distinction between work and play became blurred. For them, work is exciting and pleasurable. Maslow found creativity to be a universal characteristic of all the self-actualizing people he studied. Creativeness was almost synonymous with the terms healthy, self-actualizing, and fully human. Now here again, the creativity of these people is similar to that of little children before they learned to fear the ridicule of others. Maslow believes this to be a characteristic which is too frequently lost as we grow older. Self-actualizing people either do not lose this fresh, naive approach, or if they lose it, they recover it later in life. Spontaneity is typical of this person. Self-actualizing people are less inhibited, therefore more expressive, natural, and simple. And of course, they have courage. The courage that's needed in the lonely moments of creation. This is a kind of daring, uh, going out in front, all alone, a defiance, a challenge. Thus, while these persons are humble in that they're open to new ideas, they're willing to forego popularity to stand up for a new idea. The self-actualizing person is a hard worker. Inspirations are a dime a dozen. The difference between the inspiration and the finished product, for example, uh, Tolstoy's War and Peace, is an awful lot of hard work. To go on, the self-actualizing person has a low degree of self-conflict. He's not at war with himself. His personality is integrated. This gives him more energy for productive purposes. As Maslow puts it, truth, goodness, and beauty are in the average person in our culture only fairly well correlated with each other, and in the neurotic person even less so. It is only in the evolved and mature human being, in the self-actualizing, fully functioning person, that they're so highly correlated that for all practical purposes, they may be said to fuse into a unity. The psychologically healthy person is both selfish and unselfish, and in fact, these two attitudes merge into one. The healthy person finds happiness in helping others. Thus, for him, unselfishness is selfish. They get selfish pleasure from the pleasures of other people, which is a way of being unselfish. Or saying it another way, the healthy person is selfish in a healthy way, a way which is beneficial to him and to society, too. Research indicates that the healthy person is most integrated when facing a great creative challenge, some worthwhile goal, or a time of serious threat or emergency. The mature person has a healthy respect for himself, a respect based upon knowledge that he is competent and adequate, and while not dependent upon it, frequently receives deserved respect from others. 
such a person does not need or value unwanted fame or notoriety. He's in control of himself and his destiny. He's not afraid of himself, ashamed of himself, or discouraged by his mistakes. He makes mistakes, but takes them in stride. The psychologically healthy person is highly independent, yet enjoys people. He's free. He resists the dictates of culture when it does not agree with his point of view. The average person is motivated by deficiencies. He seeks to fulfill his basic needs for safety, belongingness, love, respect, and self-esteem. The healthy person is motivated by a desire for self-actualization or growth. Dr. Maslow said to his students, if you deliberately plan to be less than you are capable of being, then I warn you that you'll be unhappy for the rest of your lives. You'll be evading your own capacities, your own possibilities. Henry James, the very prolific American novelist, brother of William James, who is often called the father of American psychology. In fact, the James family remained outstanding for generations. Henry James once wrote in The Ambassadors, Live all you can. It's a mistake not to. It doesn't so much matter what you do in particular, so long as you have had your life. If you haven't had that, what have you had? What one loses, one loses. Make no mistake about that. The right time is any time that one is still so lucky as to have. Live. Well, that wouldn't be a bad piece of advice to have framed and placed in a conspicuous place, would it? Live all you can. It's a mistake not to. Pretty good week. Sorry about last week. You know, I kind of missed last Friday. Um, but anyways, we have to understand that things are not going to come overnight. You know, it takes persistence. It takes us knowing that we truly want it more than anything. You know what I'm saying? More than anything. You know, whatever it is, whatever you, you're going after. Um, I know at the end of the day, um, as long as I achieve it or make it happen, I have, yeah, I have more than I do. But, you know, if it was to come to that, you know, I'd be okay. I could live with that. I could live with the choice that I've sacrificed my life. Um, not to sacrifice it, but I've lived my life to the fullest by following and going after my holes and just achieving them. You know, I'd rather, you know, living down to achieve my goals than to live a long life of, you know, not achieving them. You know, a lot of people are so scared of death. Really, most of the things that we fear, it's all about fear. Why do you fear what you fear? Once you understand that question, that is the answer or pretty much what's holding you up or hanging you up from getting what you want because you fear, because you're scared of moving forward. And it can't be that way. You know, um, and also, it's us using our imaginations wrong or 
using our thoughts or just everything that you think of as energy. Everything is pretty much energy. There's nothing that's not moving. You feel what I'm saying? Everything takes energy, whether it's just talking, walking, thinking, I'm seeing, whatever it is. It's all energy. It's all different types of energy. You feel what I'm saying? And once you understand the laws of energy and how it works, you feel what I'm saying? You'll understand that if you get the same energy as whatever it is that you want. Let's say you want to look beautiful or whatever the case may be. You have to see yourself doing that. You have to see yourself not doing that, but see yourself being that. You know, when you look in the mirror, you know what I'm saying? Um, even if others don't think so. You know, there was a time where people didn't think I looked that good, but now everyone thinks I look great. You know, not everybody. Some people are still haters, don't want to admit it, and be like, yeah, you know, you look good. But that's okay. I got the majority. People think I look good, but it's because of me believing in that way before it even came true. You know what I'm saying? Even with money. Before people believed in me as far as money, thinking about me in a money sense or any of that, I, you know what I'm saying? I didn't always have money. And not to say uh, I didn't feel like money. I felt like money. That's why the money will continue to attract me because I feel like money. I talk about money. A lot of broke people don't talk about money because guess what? Why would you want to talk about You feel what I'm saying? People never talk about money. You know what I'm saying? They never want to talk about money. As soon as you start talking about money, they want to change the subject. They want to talk about something else. Or why are you always talking about money? Uh, Because it keeps a roof over your head. It puts gas into the car that you're driving. Or it pays the car note that you're paying. You feel what I'm saying? The house payment or rent that you're paying at your condo or wherever you're staying at. Hell, I can't even... Get some water for fucking free at this point in life. Get what I'm saying? That's why money is important to talk about. That's why it's important to understand where you stand with money. Why do you have a bad relationship with money? Get to the bottom of why do you truly have a bad relationship with it? Is it because you don't save enough? Do you spend more than you save? You feel what I'm saying? Or even if you are spending, are you spending it on something that's going to make you more money if you don't have that much money? You feel what I'm saying? People make excuses all the time as far as, oh, I don't get paid enough. Well, start putting a little bit to the side to invest in something that's going to make you more money. There's plenty of things you can do. You feel what I'm saying? You can go around thrift shopping or you can go to a different um, garage sales or yard sales, find little different items to resell, you know what I'm saying, that somebody's giving away for to nothing, but it might be worth 50 200 bucks, maybe even more than that. You got to stop making excuses. got to stop. You know what I'm saying? Being able to give ourselves give ourselves these excuses, make it feel okay to give ourselves these excuses. You feel what I'm saying? That's one of my big my dad's biggest things, no excuses. Because at the end of the day, no landlord's gonna take an excuse. The people you pay your card note to are not gonna take no excuse. Insurance, no excuse. 
You feel me? So only excuse we done probably had this whole year was COVID. But other than that, we didn't have no leeway with none of this shit. So, yeah, be grateful that they finally let y'all have an excuse not to pay y'all bills. I gladly pay my bills. You know why? Because I got to pay it anyway. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't just work to pay my bills. You feel what I'm saying? And um, honestly, I really don't work. I really uh, feel like I'm just trusting the process, the process of of um, getting to my next level. Whatever your next level is, do what you need to do. Follow your heart. Follow, you feel what I'm saying, what feels right to you. Follow your soul. You feel what I'm saying? Happiness is really the key to this. You feel what I'm saying? You're not always going to be happy, but you feel what I'm saying? Like, you should be striving to be in a situation to where you could do whatever it is you love. You feel what I'm saying? Even if you're not doing it now, start working towards that. You feel what I'm saying? Start studying on it. Start to, you feel what I'm saying, be a master of whatever it is that you're going after. You feel what I'm saying? You don't have to be skilled in it. You don't have to be have the best gift at it. I definitely don't have the best gift at none of this shit. You feel what I'm saying? I'm just a very spiritual person, so I actually, just, you know, kind of get over on things because I'm so spiritual and I have belief in myself. And I just understand that, you feel what I'm saying, I am the God force. You feel what I'm saying? It's all the power comes through me. You know what I'm saying? Because he's blessed me with the power. Once you understand that, and understand that once you have the direction of wherever you're going or wherever you want to put your energy to or your thoughts, you feel me? So I'm only saying it in this different way because I want y'all to comprehend this. You know, I try not to dumb it down, but in a sense, I'd rather, you know what I'm saying, not say dumb it down, but, you know, how to make it to where anybody can understand this, whether they're, you know what I'm saying, um, no matter what, you feel what I'm saying, because it's all energy. I just want people to feel the energy, understand the energy, you feel what I'm saying, that it's, it's really pure energy. How do you want to take this? I'd rather you take this positively, but how do, would you take it negatively? You feel what I'm saying? What is it in you that wants you to take it negatively? If, of course, you take it negatively, and, you know, I'm, hope nobody would take what I'm talking about anyway negatively because I'm here to help. I'm here to, you know what I'm saying, I understand how it feels, you know what I'm saying, you've been taught your whole life that you feel what I'm saying, that, oh, you have to do something bad to get money or to get a lot of money or you, you know what I'm saying, people that have money have had to have done something dirty. That's not the case. There's a lot of people that get money that do great things that didn't have to do no type of, you know, dirt, you know, and kudos to them. I'm happy there is people that can speak about that. But I'm on the side of, you know, I've done some things in the past and and just moving forward, you know. um, Just want younger generation to know that you don't have to do that. I've made those sacrifices. And I kind of think that's what the older generation was kind of trying to tell us. And, you know, some things have to be lived and experienced for you to kind of get the comprehension to, I mean, understand it. Um, 
yeah. You know, I'm not the most grammatical, correct person or any of that stuff like that or how everyone else is in this field. I, I wish I was. But what's important to me is the energy, that you get the energy and that you take the energy. I have so much energy. I love the energy as much as I can because I want and I know that you could be better than who you are and what you are. Because right now, where we at right now, I'm not saying nobody, you know what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that we've been playing. I mean, I know I have. I've been playing around, you know. And uh, that's my main focus this year. I've been going really, honestly, in the first half of the year, you know what I'm saying, I kind of uh, was playing and shit like that. But, you know, as it got down to it and I kind of saw the areas of my ways and kind of just see where – my shortcomings and um you know me not putting my my mind on to right things you know what I'm saying we gotta sometimes do that check ourselves you know what I'm saying I definitely check myself before I check anybody else because at the end of the day contribution to the situation whether it's bad negative whatever the case may be that's what you need for me that's kind of what I do you know what I'm saying whatever works for you you know I'm really just I'm just talking to myself and just showing people, hey, I can hold a conversation with myself only because I've known myself so much and I feel so comfortable. You know, I feel like I could stand in front of a crowd and actually talk away about as much as I need to. Um, you know, they ask me questions. I can do that. You know, I've been, that's what, one of the biggest things I've been working on. Excuse me. <clears throat> working on is um my public speaking skills um you know because I, I'm not only wanting to be a motivational speaker slash life coach but somebody who's a great mentor you feel what I'm saying like my story isn't all the way complete but the story so far if people It'd be so funny. There was actually a camera around me 24-7 stuff that you would have seen or, you know, see. Like, it'd be freaking crazy. You'd be like, wow, like, that's some movie type shit, you know? be like, yeah, I know. I usually tell people that, like, just for a disclaimer, once they become new friends or, you know what I'm saying, new girlfriend, whatever the case may be, um, you know, tell them straight up. And for a while, right, we're about to have some fun, and yeah, there's going to be some times that you're going to be like, damn, that's crazy. But that's my life. It's, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's great. Um, but yeah, money. Money, 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 money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The people that say, oh, money's not important. I don't love them, but, you know what I'm saying? It's just so funny to me that people say shit like that. Oh, well, especially females, you know. Oh, you know, I, you know, I definitely don't give a fuck about money. You know, I've always dated guys that don't have any money, who are broke, and this, and that, third. And, and they wonder why they're single, single parent. Don't have shit going on for themselves. I mean, vice versa for a male. I mean, you, you continue to go for a broke female that's just looking for a come up. Guess what? 
She's going to get her come up off you or vice versa. Trust me. You feel what I'm saying? That is the main problem with both sides of people not getting the right person per se. It's really just not finding somebody. Really, you don't need to find somebody. You feel what I'm saying? Me, personally, I'm not out there looking. You know what I'm saying? It'd be great to have a partner, but give a fucking fuck. You know what I'm saying? And not that important for me to have a, a partner. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was a guy alone, that's fine. I was born alone. You know what I'm saying? It'd be different if I was a twin or some shit. And, oh, my gosh. You know what I'm saying? I was in the womb with someone else, so I definitely have a dependency on But I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? You kind of get to a stage where you don't care about that shit. You know what I'm saying? If it comes, it comes. Of course, I, I meet a lot of nice women. Not saying I don't. I'm old. You know what I'm saying? I definitely do, but it's not the fucking point. The whole point is that, you know, I don't can't blame women for my choice in picking partners. You feel what I'm saying? That's just my choice. The same way, I, vice versa. A woman can't blame every fucking dude or say every dude is a douche or he's this or he, you feel what I'm saying? No, that's not true. There's probably people that you want to attract to that will actually have better compatibility for you than the other person. You feel what I'm saying? You're just wasting your time because you felt like you like this person or lusted them. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, it happens to, to, to all of us. Trust me, I picked some shitty-ass females. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's not great. You know, but pick some great ones and screw them over, you know. Um, and I'll, of course, apologize and talk to them. This is in the past type shit, you know, and and, you know, they still said I was a great guy, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I mean, it was just living and learning, you know. I wasn't always the best person to everybody. And, you know, I wish I was. Sometimes I was the best person to the wrong people. I should have been a shitty person to them, you know. <laughs> you know, um, but, you know, usually people catch you at a time where you feel like, oh, no, I'm going to change and, be like, no, I shouldn't have changed for that motherfucker. It was a wrong motherfucker I should have gave a chance to. But it's all listen. It all just teaches you that, you know what I'm saying, what you put out here, you're going to get back regardless of whatever it is. I definitely have gotten a lot of shit that I've put out. And I love that I've gotten all that karma back because I'm thankful that I'm freed up a lot of the negative karma that I put out or negative energy that I put out or negative actions, whatever you want to call it, negative vibrations. We got those things out the way. I've taken accountability for it and moving forward to different strides. Not saying that there won't be negative things that happen to me, but that's all for me to say. You feel what I'm saying? On the outside, maybe negative you, but maybe some positive me that helped me grow because what I'm truthfully looking for is the growth of myself in all ways. Um, now will continue to be my goal every single day, every single 
minute, every single second, you know, um, it's just the growth of me and just the growth of those around me. But I know with the growth of myself, it'll help others around me grow. You know, once you start with yourself, you become an example and people follow, you know, um, people try to follow the same tune as you do as far as success. And that's what I want. I want people to follow me to success or not even follow, but just kind of see the success and want it, you know, the same way that I've seen others in successful places and it made me want it, you know. Um, I've always wanted to be successful. I've always seen my dad work his ass off, you feel what I'm saying, to provide for, um, provide for, you know what I'm saying, his family. Um, I know him being the firstborn child, is a lot of pressure on him, you know, and, uh, <clears throat> So, yeah, I definitely had great examples, especially with my mom. She was a hard-working woman. Um, you know, she still works and and, and um, stuff like that. So, trust me, I, I have great examples of uh, just going hard and, and um, just providing and, and um, you know, you're definitely going to get paid back for um, all the great things that they've done for me. So um, that's why I go so hard. That's why, you know, I'm 26 and I'm trying to make it to where I'm a fucking at least have a fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just certain goals by 30. There's certain things I have to, I have, to have. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, no excuses, none of that. Make it happen or make it happen. There's no, you know what I'm saying, other way I can see it going. And I won't allow that. I won't allow any other scenario to happen as far as that. Um, you know, I'm going forward this year. You know, once you break that barrier, that, that meal ticket barrier is a wrap. But, you know, trust me. Well, we got to get comfortable with talking about money, you know, about how much you got, you know, because at the end of the day, once you start off and set yourself a goal and, and really write down the goal of how much you want to make a month, a week, a day, a year, I really break that down and what it takes to put that plan together and go with it. It's nothing that can stop you except yourself because you've actually sat down, broke it down, and put it on paper. Boom, 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 boom. This is what I want. This is what I want. Okay, this is how I get it. Boom. Once you've done that, it's all about just taking the action. A lot of people just think, oh, it's just going to magically happen. No, you have to. There's actions you have to do. Notice I'm a spiritual person. Love to be in spiritual realm 24/7. And sometimes I have to come back to this world and make actions of the things that I put out in the spiritual world. And it always works out because once you put the energy out there in the spiritual world and move forward with the same energy. that I put out in the spiritual world, that I put out now in the physical world, boom. Works out. 
no matter how much others try to stop it from working out, it still works out because you went to another level that they didn't. They only went to the physical, which is spiritual. And you put a lot more, even if they do go to the spiritual, they don't go to the spiritual that hard. And I'll tell you this right here. You know what I'm saying? Your only enemy is yourself. Your only art. But you're also your your best friend. You're your greatest asset. You feel what I'm saying? There's two ways you can see it. And it's all about how you, you feel what I'm saying? The subconscious or the spiritual world will give you whatever you want. It's going to always say yes. God is always going to say yes to you, whether it's negative or positive, because guess what? He can't tell you no. He's going to give you what you ask for, everything. But be careful what you ask for. Be careful of the energy that you put out, because you're going to get the answer to that. You know, um, like I think it was like two weeks ago, Dad was talking about, you know, people talking about, you know, just just us thinking about different things as far as a partner cheating us, cheating on us. You know, we thought of that, that, that action first or that situation happening before it happened. So, yes, it's important to control your mind, not let your mind go to waste. You know what I'm saying? Yes, let it freely soar in the imagination of things, but also take note of the things that you imagine. You know, not in a bad way, but you'll start to understand a lot of the negative things that happen to you, you feel what I'm saying, comes from how you're thinking. You feel what I'm saying, when you freely let your mind think. You have to continuously do that to understand how your mind thinks, and you can start breaking down these things. You can start, you know what I'm saying, just really being hard on your mind. And when I say hard, just, you know, critiquing it kind of, you know what I'm saying, um, I'm not saying that your, you know, your brain's not great already. It already is. It just needs to go in the right direction as far as to where you, you want to go. Um, and that's why I say I give you guys pure energy because where do you want to go with it? I don't care where you go with it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I would love that you take it. You know what I'm saying the right way, but show way you want to take it. I'm just glad you took it. You feel what I'm saying? Because it may be negative to you now, but maybe later, and maybe not negative, but you'll realize that every now is the most important thing. So it's better later than never. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather somebody come to the realization of they have the power of themselves later than they never come to that realization and then move on to the next thing and then realize, wow, I've always had the power. Yes, you've always had the power. From start to finish. Um, but yes, let's stop giving up our power. Let's stop giving up our power over money. Because money is nothing but a tool, but it's a very important tool. It's a very spiritual tool because money is spiritual too. It's all part of the spiritual energy. You know what I'm saying? A person is paid for how important they are to the field, to society, and you know what I'm saying? Also, 
just basically a person who does more than what they're paid for, no matter what it is, eventually gets paid for the work that they put in because that's just the way the universe works, you know. What you put out, you're going to get back. You feel what I'm saying? And you have to believe that, you, you know what I'm saying? You're not done. Once you understand that, you know, regardless of what people say, oh, you shouldn't do stuff for that. I mean, why wouldn't I do it for that? So I could have good things happen to me? The fuck is wrong with you? No, you should just do good things because you wouldn't know. That was the case. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and sometimes it's not always about you doing good things. Sometimes it's about just doing what needs to be done. You know, sometimes there's nothing you can do and you just have to go to a whole nother what people say negative side and then a situation negatively to make it positive. I know it doesn't make sense, but trust me, there's certain situations like that where you just have to just you know, do what you need to do. And boom, now it's going to turn positive because you had to do that, you know. But trust me, I know it doesn't make sense, but it does. When you start to understand energy and um, how it works, I know not everybody is, you know, um, on that level or understanding that sense, but um, so I'm here to break it down to you um, as much as I can. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think most people kind of get that, you know. So, yeah, let's talk about money, you know. You, you, you hear them haters get mad at you for talking about money, you know, because everybody used to always get mad at me for talking about money, like, the fuck? Like, what y'all so bad about, you know? In my position right now, I'm talking about money. I know it sounds crazy, but that's just how it works. The more you talk about money, the more I'd be like, huh? Hey, I'm I'm coming over right now. <laughs> yeah, I got some more for you. Um, but yeah, um, I got a flight to catch tomorrow, so cut this show short. Appreciate everybody. Um, have a great week. Peace to God. See you guys next week.